0: Hey there, Juan Morales here, and in today's episode of Smart Distinctions, we're going to cover the concept of content creation and why it's so important, especially when you're reaching out, getting new customers, new clients for your business, and why content is really where a lot of people get hung up because they don't know how to create it. They don't know what to create content about, and more importantly, when they do, they think that with one piece of content, that's going to be good enough, and that's going to Start lighting the world on fire, and while that may happen in some very small cases or very few cases where people are actually creating, you know, something like what Rich Shefrin did back in the day with his Internet Business Manifesto, the truth is nowadays there's so much content being put out there, there's so many people also wanting to put their message out that it's important to do two things. Number one is to create the right content for your audience, the content that will help your business. And we're going to go into that in a second. The number two is that you want to create the right volume of content for your audience. Okay. So let's go into each one of these a little bit just to give you guys a distinction so that you can go out and create some great stuff for your audiences and then get some more clients that way. So the first thing is, what to write the content about. Okay. So I'm going to give you one of the frameworks that I've created that my clients use all the time. That kind of shortcuts because it takes away a lot of the stuff and it just focuses you on the really, really important stuff that you want to address in your content that you want to consistently touch upon with your audience so that they feel that you know what you're talking about and then that you create that client, right? You turn them from a prospect to a client. So, The first thing to understand is that at the end of the day, what you do for them, what you do to create a result, is really an installation of a few activities that they're not doing right now. Or if they're doing it, they're doing it in the wrong way. But it comes down to a few things that if they change about what they're doing in their business, make a huge difference for their business. If that's If it's a business thing, right? If it's a health thing, same thing. It's usually changing a habit, changing something that you're doing already. So that means it's an activity. And this is the first clue, right? There are a few activities that people have to be doing in order to be at the new place they want to be in that they're currently not doing that keeps them in the place that they are right now. So let's do a little example. Let's say that you want to have clients coming in and buying your digital products and doing all of this, right? So, you could say that a couple of activities that you need to be doing, and again, I call them activities because, as you're going to see, all the verbs end in ING, right? So, let's say that the, the activities that you should be doing all the time is putting out content, right? Putting, ING, it's an activity. Next is uh, taking people into your sales process, right? Taking, again, activity. And then ultimately, it's closing people into your offer, right? Or making an offer to them, whatever you want to call that, right? But you can see three activities, okay? So imagine that we're creating this thing where these are the three core activities that if they do these three things, their business is looking better than it is right now. If they do these three things, their relationship, their health, whatever it is you help them with is better, right? So imagine that you have those three core things, those three core activities, Maybe five, maybe more. I like to bring it down to three because it keeps me very focused on just those major, major activities. So let's say that you have those three activities that you're talking about, right? As we said in this case, it's putting content out every day, it's taking people into your sales process, and ultimately making offers or closing people into your offers, right? Those are the three activities. Now, for each one of the activities, this is where it gets good right? Because all of your content is going to be around those activities. You're going to be talking about those activities, but you're going to address them in different ways. And this is the beauty of doing this because it allows you to create a whole bunch of content that is relevant to your audience that seems different, but keeps you on point. So you're always going to come in looking like you're talking about something different, but in the end, you're just hitting on three key things that if you get the client, or the prospect to buy into, that those are the three key things that they need, and those are the three key things that your product, or your service, or your coaching program, or whatever you have delivers, then they're going to see that key lock match that's going to make sense in their minds, okay? But let's look at this a little deeper, right? So now we have the three major pillars of content, if you want, the three major activities that people need to be doing in order to have the result that you're promising to deliver. So, Now we go into each one of those activities, right? Because we did it at the global level, right? We did it at that bigger level, which is at, you know, looking at everything that we need to talk to our prospects about, right? And basically making it into chunks. Now, this is a hard part as well. And I just want to give you this caveat before I move forward. When you're thinking about this stuff, chances are you're going to have a whole lot of ideas. Write all of them down all of the activities they need to be doing, all those things that they need to be doing, and then you can then bucket them into little groups, right? So that now you can see the bigger activity that encompasses a whole bunch of stuff that you put inside. And that's the first thing that you're going to notice, right? That all those things that are inside may be relevant pieces of content that you can create, that you can put in front of, your audience, because they're all part of a bigger thing, which in itself, which is the pillar, right? Which in itself is a part of a even bigger thing, which is your whole content strategy as far as that offer is concerned. So the first thing is obviously all the inner ideas that you can come up with. If the thing is uh, putting content out every day, right? There's a whole bunch of stuff that goes into that, like creating SEO content, for example, that could be one of those topics that goes in there right? Another one could be writing articles, making videos, doing that kind of stuff, right? So that all of that would go into the putting out content every day category, right? So you have all those things. So at, at first, you're going to have all these things, right? Where you're talking about, let's say, making videos or writing articles or going on interviews or, you know, all these things. But now comes a good part. This is the part where you actually start getting good, good content ideas. And the first idea to bring up here is what are the fears that your audience has about that particular task, right? If you're telling them to write content, let's say that it's putting out content regularly, okay? What's the number one fear is what do I create content about? How long should my content be? How often should I be putting out content, right? These are all questions slash fears that people have. Some of them may be straight up questions that they want answered, right? And you can look in different places for this kind of stuff. One of my favorite sources to look for questions like this is to go to Reddit AMAs, right? If you go to Reddit Ask Me Anythings, you can go into and look for your term and you're going to find people that have done an AMA already and they've had questions asked by the audience. And that's a great place to find questions and fears that people have about a particular topic that you can help them with. Now, Here's the beauty of what happens with this, right? Because you've created all this content using this architecture, which meant that you started with the three key activities that they need to be doing, and then you broke down each one of them into questions that are relevant to that activity, into fears about that activity, into emotions that may come up from that activity, into other topics, right? Subtopics that come from that activity. But that gives you all the fodder in the world, all the topics in the world for you to create that content. But the beauty of it is that you're not just creating content for the sake of creating content. You're creating content strategically. Because what you're doing by teaching them all these smaller pieces of content and all these little value points, right, is that you're demonstrating your value. You're demonstrating through your own teaching that you know what you're talking about and that you can help them. With all these things. And I'm not saying to just give people fluff. I'm saying give them great value in every piece of content that you create, but make the pieces of content extremely useful. But at the end of the day, you know, I remember this phrase from a long time ago that was useful, but incomplete, right? To think that your marketing concepts are useful, but incomplete, but the incompleteness isn't built into what you're saying. It's not that you're strategically leaving out certain things, is that it's incomplete for them for many, many reasons. And this is something I want you to understand right now. It's incomplete for them because they don't have everything that's necessary to solve whatever it is that you're solving right then and there. Okay, As I covered in a few episodes back, that's just-in-case thinking. That's why it's incomplete because they may get a video where you're talking about, let's say, making Videos, right, to your audience, or whatever the thing may be, or it can be about something like this same topic, which is what to write your content about, right? Like, how do you get people um, to read your stuff? That that may be a completely different topic, right? But more importantly, for this one is like, you know, what do you write your content about? Okay, so when you focus on creating all this stuff, right, and creating that content. And creating something that's valuable for your audience. What I want you to always keep in mind is that you are doing this strategically to bring people into an offer, and you built it with the offer in mind first. So all of your content pieces point to the same place, and that's the beauty of this. That instead of just creating content for the sake of creating content, just to get, let's say, a website ranked, or you know, just to put stuff out in the niche, you want to demonstrate through your own teaching. And through the fact that you're giving them something that is extremely valuable, but at the same time, you understand that, you know, if that is the exact thing that they needed, then great. But if it isn't, then that's just just just-in-case learning. And that's valuable in itself because, hey, at some point, that may turn into actual results. But it doesn't turn into results right away because it's just-in-case thinking, right? If you're teaching someone how to pack an auditorium, with all these people, right? The person can consume the content, they can get the ideas, they can grasp the ideas, but that doesn't mean they're gonna go out and fill an auditorium with people. That just means they understood how that happens. And that's really what you have to understand, that when they are in that just-in-case learning or teaching, it's all good because you can give them all the information and they get the value from it, they get the value from the consumption of it, but they don't get the results from the consumption f- from it necessarily. And the reason they don't get it necessarily is because because it's not just in time, but rather just in case. A lot of people will just get into consumption, 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 and they won't act on any of the things that they learn. I had this experience happen to myself a couple of weeks ago with a course that I own, that I bought a couple of years back, and it was a just-in-case Thinking at the time, right? It was a great offer, and I said, you know what? I'm going to go and get it, right? So I got it. I went through it. I really enjoyed it. I felt I learned a lot from it. I got a lot of value from it, but I never really had gotten any results directly from it, okay? Because to me, that was a just in case thing. Now it turned out that a couple of months ago, what that topic was about became relevant to my business. So now, I was able to go back to that resource that I had bought a couple of years ago and open it up again and go through the content again. But now I have the lens on of a business owner for a specific business that I already have in mind that I want to apply those concepts to. And that's when I switched to just-in-time learning, which meant that everything I was told, I would turn to actions right away because I had everything I needed in order to turn them into actions, which then turns them into results. But the point is, when the content is given in that just-in-case learning concept, it's valuable to the person who receives it, but it may not really move the business or whatever it is that they're trying to achieve, it may may not move that forward because it's just-in-case and not just-in-time, okay? And that's something I want you to keep in mind because if you keep that in mind, then you won't be hesitating to give away your best stuff. You won't be saying, oh, I only teach secrets when you get with me on the phone or whatever, because that's not the way things work now. You can give away the concepts. As a matter of fact, I'm sure that all your concepts are somewhere out there, maybe under a different name and maybe with a few additional steps, but someone's already written about it. Someone already came up with some way of doing it, and a quick Google search can probably show you thousands and thousands of results that have similar information. So what I want you to understand is that if you give people your best stuff, It's just-in-case learning. They're learning it right now, and they're going to get the value, and they're going to feel that you're awesome. And the more you give them, the more they're going to like that. But that's not really what they needed. For the most part, that's not what they needed. 99% of the people that listen to this podcast episode and 99% of the people that read any articles will not do anything with the information that's given to them. This is for the 1%. That's why in every episode of Smart Distinctions, I do... A challenge or i try to do a challenge that's my own challenge but i try to give you a challenge because i want you to act on it i want you to turn it into actions because actions are what leads to results thoughts don't don't lead to results thoughts lead to actions and that's where we want to put you in that action frame okay so if you go back to the idea of creating content and to be able to create this content that's strategically built and engineered and designed to attract customers to you, to attract clients to you. This gives you an upper hand advantage because now you can go into any market and you can go into your market specifically and look for these things and start creating content that just binds people to you. And then you have a seemingly endless supply of it. Why? Because if you grab what we just did and you keep at it, Right? By thinking of what are the fears, what are the questions, what are the emotions, what are the other things that they experience around that topic, right? what are the shortcomings, what are the misconceptions, what are the assumptions that they may have about it that are hurting them right now. But the point is that when you have a list of all these things and you do them for each one of the three major activities that they need to be doing, you're going to have a ton of topics to talk to people about, right? to create content about. So that leads us to the second question, right? And this is a very roundabout way of going about it. But the second question that we had is, how often should you be putting content out there? Now, I am a big fan of putting content out there every day, because I believe that nowadays, with so many people putting content out there regularly, you're competing with all these people. Okay. And if you just go out there and you put one piece of content a week, I mean, that can work in certain very specific markets where you're the only person talking about certain topics, right? Or if you already have an email list, let's say, and then what you're doing is just emailing them, you know, with an article once a week. But I really, really suggest that you put out content every single day. And I really suggest that you put out content on many platforms every single day and it can be different content. And let me explain why, okay? Once you have your list of topics and you've gone through all these things and now you know what, the, what we're going to make this whole thing about, you can grab that content and create it in such a way that it kicks off a whole bunch of ways that you're changing the way the content is formatted so that now it can be presented to the audience in different time frames, it can be presented in different modalities, and it can be presented in different platforms. And they're going to think that you're doing five times the work that you're really doing. And I'll explain how this works. So the first thing is you have to think of what's the source where you're creating your content the best. And for this, I suggest going with whatever helps you create content the fastest. To me, for example, it's audio, right? Video, I always get very self-conscious. I always get very, is it lighting okay and all that stuff. And I put a lot of time between thought and action. When it comes to creating video but when it comes to creating audio all i do is fire up my phone and then i just start talking okay but let me explain how this process works for me so you can take it to yourself i go out and i record an audio about something okay once i record that audio now i can have that transcribed for that i use the software called otter.ai that gives you a hundred i think it's a hundred hours a month or something of recording but that means that you can just basically rant as long as you want, put it up there, have them transcribe all your stuff, and then you can go through it and just basically edit it into an article, right? Or have someone do that for you. Of course, that's that's really what I do. Um, Have someone go in, edit that into an article. Then you can even grab quotes from the article, turn those into images that you can post on social media. Then you can have a audiogram created with the Audio that you created, the audiogram is a video that has a picture on there and it has that little line, which is like the equalizer that's showing that there's something being said. Um, And you can make a YouTube video out of that with some images and stuff. And now you have another piece of content, but it's the same thing, right? The difference is the following. Once you have these things and you're creating these things, you can release each one of these things in a different social media platform. On any given day so that means that what you showed three days ago in your YouTube channel today is showing up in the Instagram and they have no idea and you can make different versions of the same content that you created because you can just cut a piece of it you can have a clips you can do all this stuff but all of it happens the moment that first of all you have the topic which is what we talked about what to do it and second of all that you're creating content at your highest leverage point that's what I like to call it, their highest leverage point, and the highest leverage point is that point where you can create content the easiest, and at the same time, it has all these other ways that that content can be repurposed so that you're creating not just one piece of content, but a couple of dozen pieces of content from every one piece of content that you've created. Now, imagine the power of doing that, and to do that consistently. Now. Here's the challenge, okay? Because I told you there was going to be a challenge and here it is today. The challenge is I want you to sit down and I want you to write down those three key activities. Maybe it's four, maybe it's five. It's all good. You can always change them later, okay? But just write down three activities that you identify in your business that your clients should be doing in order to get that result, the three core activities that you teach them to do. And then start listing out all the questions, all the fears, all the emotions, all the subtopics that they may be interested in, into each one of those things, okay? That's where you can go, as I said, you go to Reddit, AMAs, you can find some stuff there. But more importantly, you're just creating a list of topics to talk about. Once you have those topics to talk about, I want you to create a schedule for one week, okay? Seven pieces of content that you're gonna create. And I want you to have that in such a way that you have the topic and you have the title that you're gonna talk about by the time you go and record it. Then you can just create that content because now you know that everything's gonna be targeted and that's gonna make a huge difference in your business. I'm telling you, if you, if right now you're sitting down every day or every couple of days or every week or whenever you feel like you need to be putting some content out there and you sit down and you don't know what to talk about and you don't know how to attract more clients to your business and you don't know what to create, this is what fixes all of that. You're not only going to get the what but you're also going to get the when or the frequency and you now have a plan that you can then execute to create that compelling content that's going to attract more clients to your business and ultimately turn into more profits. So take action, my friend. I'm telling you that this works and it works every single time. That's it for me today. Till next time, this is Juan Morales signing out. I'll see you on the next one.